take L to the Heavy Door Tavern first. And you have to be sure, like, are you sure you want to join this cult? <laughs> it, uh, it's adorable that you trust me to actually, like, um, go well, back in time you. and remember. We'll Thank you. I know that I now have a familiar, and it's Terror the Pony, Whoop. and I cannot wait. Yep. Horsey That's horse bad. with the most beautiful hair that I've ever seen. I am only slightly jealous. Mm-hmm. I know. I just do? Um, and that gives me my notes here. My perception is three extra. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, 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 do remember. Hang on. Oh, yeah. So we did, or was it the time before where we asked Huggins Corpse the different questions? That's That was the episode before. Before, yep. Yeah. The last then, one was uh, mostly the funeral, right? Yeah. Mostly the funeral. Speaking with Jarjan. Yep. Yes. And then we have... We were talking about who was asking us why we've been recruited to Knight's Defiance. We were talking so have to notes on that. Socrates and Bob. Mm-hmm. And you found out that Pete was the one who recruited this particular yeah. group. And they know we have the book. But, but Darjan didn't trust us that we would do a good job. That's oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That, what book? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe you guys actually forgot. Well, I guess the two players involved in the great book heist aren't even here anymore. So. No, not today. No. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, last week we had the funeral where everybody got to say goodbye to Hagen. Um, there was the beautiful ceremony at the river where people released little wooden figurines of different animals, which Hagen loved, into the river. Uh, okay, so you also uh, did have that conversation with Darjan, and you did have a conversation with Socrates and Bob as well. Uh, you found out that Pete was the one who recruited you guys and put you together uh, for Knight's Defiance. You were kind of his... Um, his special little hatchlings, we'll call you that. Through Hagen, you learned that uh, the Lich definitely had something to do with that attack on the headquarters. The Demi-Lich did, for the sure. The Demi-Lich, yeah, was definitely or involved. Or at least is involved with... Because we know he got... But we don't know if he's connected to the Lich or not. Mm-hmm. Well, he might still right. work for the Lich, actually. That makes a bit more sense where he wants the book to get away from him, maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's just Possible. speculation. Possible. Mm. Good speculation. Good speculation. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you guys, uh, went to sleep, probably late. Uh, Meg may have even slept in the stable with terror. slept? I'm gonna do. Yeah, do your, do your long rest, guys. Oh, yeah, I think. Oh, no, I didn't. Why would I? Mmm, I feel great now. (laughs) Look at that. It's like a big cup of coffee. So refreshed. So refreshed. Uh, so you're waking up. Oh, yeah, (laughs) so you're waking up and it's a little bit later than you guys normally now i have a fly uh it's a little bit later than you guys normally get out of bed uh so what what do you guys want to do first um are we at headquarters yes you are all in the headquarters yeah all right Including Al, uh, they did find you a spot that was in the same wing right. as where the rest of the girls are. So, yeah, you are. Yay. You're close to everybody that you know. You just spend all night staring at the door. <laughs> well, Elizabeth's room is free, so. Yep, absolutely. And her room was quite simple, wasn't it? 
Like there wasn't anything fussy in it, if I remember yeah, correctly. I don't recall a big description about it. Yeah. Uh, and you have to be sure, like, are you sure you want to join this cult? <laughs> it's not a cult, you guys! Oh. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I'm undecided. I'm on the rocks about joining your cult. I'm a little jealous that they're giving you a better option than us. <laughs> well, to I'm be fair, maybe. to be fair, you guys <laughs> did find her, well. and you guys are the ones who brought her to the headquarters. True. <laughs> so. yeah, it's on us, then. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you guys are now doing some recruiting for Knight's Defiance. Um, so you guys are waking up a little bit later than usual in the day. Uh, so instead of like the straight up breakfast foods that you always find in that common area, it's now kind of like a brunchy kind of menu. There's some more savory dishes than uh, you normally find. Maybe some casseroles. <laughs> Casserole? That's what you think of for brunch? I don't know. <laughs> like a breakfast casserole eggs uh, like a skillet a almost skillet. a like skillet. skillet yeah thank you I, I, I need bacon i need bacon Sorry. yeah <clears throat> bacon is always part of the table by the way i, I need bacon <laughs> i want some i think i want some oat milk yeah they got it they got everything <laughs> I love scrambling for something there. Yeah. It's just what I thought of. I love oat milk too. Mm-hmm. I would have oatmeal and oat milk, please. What, is, what does oat milk taste like? like oat I've been milk. seeing it everywhere. I like, it's I like good. coconut milk. So. I love coconut milk too. Yeah. I would. I don't know which one's better. They're both real good. Well, whichever strikes your fancy at this exact moment is the one that they have for you. Oh. <laughs> I want oat milk. Oat milk. Okay. So bacon and coffee and 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 I'll feed my dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I should. I don't have to. It's a familiar, <laughs> <laughs> right? It has a life total. Actually, I should feed it. Should feed it. Just because yeah. I can magically make it come back doesn't mean I should let it die. <laughs> Oh my god! I just imagine you learned that from experience, oh, right? <laughs> hey, he's magical. You must not need to eat. Oh, he dies. I'm like, oh. Uh, oh dear. Ten minutes later, I got a new weasel. Amazing. Okay, so as you guys are, you know, chowing down to breakfast, you're seeing uh, so so great. Is there, he's kind of flying around the common area, very obviously has some things that he's doing. He's, you know, seems to not be meandering, but have like a, a destination that he's headed towards. When you hear um, reverberate through uh, the common hall is a big knock at the front doors to the Knight's Defiance. And uh, none of you guys get up to answer the door, nor should you. It's not really your job. Um, but as soon after that, it comes through the door to the common area a um very beautiful woman dressed in full like royal regalia um you know followed by three female attendants and there's uh, obviously a man who looks like he would be like an advisor or something like that also with her is one of the knights of her court um with her currently is uh magnus the red He's in his early 40s. He has black hair. Uh, looks like he's definitely seen some battles. Um, however, uh, his hair currently kind of slicked back away from his, you know, very etched jaw and very 
handsome features. Um, and she looks to him and he holds up a bag. And it looks like there's something very weird in the bag. And he also has a note. And he just kind of sets them down on a table. And they look around very expectantly. And their her gaze kind of lands on you and you guys. And she's like, I have seen you guys behind the city walls. Um, I'm looking for Darjan. Has anyone seen her? Not, Not today. This morning. Hmm. Well, um, we were supposed to meet this morning, so um, can anybody go find her or something? Care person. No idea where she sounds be. like the, the boss lady there. Mm-hmm. So as you guys are kind of looking at each other, a little bit bewildered, um, you uh, see a couple of other people at another table kind of get up and leave and coming down the stairs again from the library. She seems to spend an awful lot of time up there comes Darjan followed very closely by the librarian who is the Aarakocra. Okay. Ah, there she is. Okay. So Darjan <laughs> comes down and she's like, Oh, King Helena. I'm sorry. I lost track of time. I was doing a bit of research and the two of them kind of exchange pleasantries and formal things as you would when you greet royalty and blah, 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 curtsy and all of that junk. Right. And, um, Darjan looks at the bag that's on the table and, um, Magnus, the red just says, yeah, it was kind of tacked to your front door with a dagger he throws the dagger down on the table and says this note was with it as well. And the note is in a sealed envelope with like a little wax seal on the back. Uh, so Darjan opens the letter and she reads the letter. And the letter is, um, here you go. One problem solved. I'm sorry for being away, but it's where I need to be for now. Also, has anyone seen my journal? I've been looking for it. Pete. So Darjan kind of scratches her head and she opens the bag and just kind of grabs it by the bottom and dumps it out and out rolls a head. I knew it. <laughs> and as uh, the head kind of... his breakfast away. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. If it's near the table, he just kind of shuffles to one side. Yeah, so as the, t- as the head kind of rolls down the table, um, it lands kind of facing you guys and you see two gemstones for eyes. One yes. red, one purple. Care stands uh, up and points. That's it. <laughs> that's him. Mm-hmm. Awesome looking. Who? That's what you mean. Yeah. That was the, the, the guy who took Hagen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's the, that's the red purple eye like that Hagen bacon. mentioned. Sandra keeps eating bacon, feeding some to her dragon. <laughs> Just not at all taste. Yeah. I've got a plate of bacon and like a humongous cup of coffee. <laughs> That's my breakfast. Perfect. Comfort food. King Helena looks um, a little bit distressed. I mean, it's not every day that royalty sees a severed head roll out of a bag and down a table. Um but she quickly kind of regains her posture and, and, you know, puts herself, puts the, you know, royal mask back on, so to speak. And um, she says that uh, she would like to invite Darjan and um, you guys, because she has seen you guys around town, um, to watch the finals of the Holy Week tournament uh, from her box um, 
later on today. So you guys are invited to go to the tournament to watch the finale um, with the queen. Sorry, with the king. We would love that. Mm-hmm. Well, that am, I, am I booked for my uh, the finishing of my tattoo? Yeah, it's the day after. Okay. Yeah, I think we might have said it was the day before, but I've just changed it day after. Um, so as you guys figure out what the hell you're going to do with a head, anybody want to have a closer examination of it or anything? I mean, I'll, yeah, care. I'll, I'll get close to make sure it is the, the one we he remembers seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember like, seeing it, so. But, you know, magicians. All right, give me an insight check. Give me some insight. First scroll. It's my worst one, too. Oh. Natural 20! Hey! <laughs> hey! Nice. 20. So, naturally, uh, you can discern that this is, in fact, the lich um, that you guys have been hearing about for so long. The one who had been haunting Hada in her dreams. In the, the weird prophecy that Hada kind of heard about, it's now a, a non-entity in your lives. It's done, it's dealt with, it's over. Thanks to Pete. Well, awesome. It it's did. done. Can I take my dagger and just like poke at it more? Absolutely. Mad. Yeah, you yeah. absolutely can. <laughs> and then I take breakfast. out the I take out the gems because we could use those. Good girl. <laughs> yep, absolutely. You just kind of like pry them out of the eye sockets Ooh. and they go. <laughs> and now you have so- a. Yeah. I always have the bag of holding on me. Yes, you do. Always. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to drop those in up, there. I pick up the dagger that he had stuck the note to the thing mm-hmm. door. I just picked it up and take a look at it. Okay. The dagger is a, a really well-crafted blade. The hilt is very decorated. It has a lot of really fancy like filigree and, and all of that kind of stuff on it. Looks like it could be very valuable. I pocket it. Absolutely. You see Darshan kind of take the note and fold it up and kind of put it in her little pocket so she can keep it for later. King Helena says, okay, um, the tournament is set to start at about 2 this afternoon, and um, we will meet outside of the amphitheater at about, we'll call it 1.30, so we can get inside and get comfortable and get snacks and drinks and all of those things before the final Care tournament starts. scratches like making plans with the world um is, is there a dress code no there's no dress code no okay you're you're it's gonna relieved. be yeah it's kind of like going to like what i would imagine as a hooligan kind of soccer match would be like in in england where people are showing up in like track pants and hoodies and you know what i mean <laughs> Well, he's king, so... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's no dress code or anything like that that you need to worry about. Wear your fancy pants from the Feywild, Care. I've got my boots on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's really great. She giggles. Yeah. Um, so, L, do you have any questions for anybody? I mean, kind of everybody who is who is right there in front of you currently. Well, I mean, I'm sort of just taking it all in, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, something just ended, I think, with you guys. <laughs> I don't really know. Right. I saw some stuff. Yeah. Which like, is more interesting than a lot of the stuff I normally see. Mm-hmm. Relieved. 
to some extent. He was not well. There was quite a bit of like, <gasps> and then like, hmm. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> that seems like a revolution of some kind, right? And now I get to go see a free game. Yeah, a brutal well, tournament. Awesome breakfast. Um, I get to eat for free, so I'm like, you know, it's cool. There's, you know, it's not quite dirty enough. So you guys yeah, have I- some time to kill. Um, would you like to yes. take Al perhaps to the Heavy Door Tavern? I don't want to go to the tavern. What time is oh. it? No, no. <laughs> I'm taking you. We're taking no you to. The, I'm taking you at least to the Heavy Door Tavern. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Why, what would you like to do? Watch. What would Al like I to wanna, do? I want to go to um, a wizard. Is there a hedge wizard around here that I can go talk to? A hedge wizard that you can talk to. Nice surprise. Have a head wizard. Head wizards are just like wizards that do work for you. Yeah. Well, okay. the thing about that is, um, a lot of them were killed in that attack, so they haven't really had a chance to uh, repad their, uh, their staff. Yeah. Staff is one word that you could use. Uh, ranks. Ranks. Uh, ranks. To refill the ranks. I'm... Yeah. Damn it. Because I want to. I want some work done to this belt. <laughs> Pull it out. The head, the the dwarven belt. Yeah. yeah. Maybe do that uh, in wh- town. Yeah, there What's could be something in town. Oh. That had, the dude's name that the dude that had like the glove for me. Uh, yeah, Gunter. Gunter may know exactly who you need to uh, send some stuff to, or who you could talk to All in right. town. Care looks to Mags like, weren't you looking for a bow for one of your spells? Take L to the Heavy Door Tavern first, mm-hmm. and then we can go over and visit Gunter to see if he's got anything new. Okay. Okay. Can he disenchant and enchant shit? He might no, know but someone he might who know can. Someone. Okay, yeah. that works he has for me. A supply of magic stuff. Yeah, yeah, sweet. That and is I, the person I, I'm looking I, for. So I'm I'm wearing my glove and I'm like, he's the one that get, that I got this from, and I take a swipe and let the claws come out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, then he can probably find someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. I thought he was a half. This is how <laughs> how much I pay attention, guys. Okay, I thought he was a half orc, <laughs> and I just could not pit to get that image out of my head of this little gnome woman and this big half orc. <laughs> okay, I understand You're why. Really stuck on this. I, yeah, I'm really sorry that you. <laughs> really sorry that that was the image that you had in your head since we did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh dear. Okay, just get I'm into jokes on you. I'm into it. <laughs> you guys are gonna head into town and you're gonna go to the heavy door tavern. Just eight, so Yeah. But uh they do have yeah. a really tasty uh banana bread ale. <gasps> oh cool. Yeah. yeah. Super tasty. Give it. Yeah. Um, they also have Peggy stew, but where you guys just ate, you're probably not gonna want to have any of Peggy stew, but it's uh it's pretty great. Who's Peggy? Peggy um, works at... Peggy is a seamstress in town. And uh, she's married to one of the military leaders in town. And her and her family have created this stew that the army takes with them on the road to give them the comfort of home. And they serve it at the Heavy Door Tavern. Mm. Mic drop! Lore! What? <laughs> I don't know if any of that matters at all, but anyway. It matters a lot. It's a good touch. It's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. A long time from now, someone could be like, 
eat, we can be like really far away from here and someone will be eating soup and they'll be like, yeah, it's Peggy's soup. Like, That's true. We know where that is. We know who made that. We know what it is. Right. All right. So you guys head into town. You get, you changed or whatever you need to do to get ready to face the day. Is everybody going to the Heavy Door Tavern? Yeah, we don't even open the door. I think we all just stop and we just stop and I yeah I I just gesture gesture to the door and say after you Al certainly (laughs) Al you walk up to the door you grab a hold of this really like it's one of those really long handles so anybody of any size could just grab the door to open it and uh, you grab a hold of the door and just expect it to kind of pop open but it doesn't budge. Okay. Um, so you kind of scratch your head a little bit. It's a heavy door, huh? It's a heavy door tavern. Well, you know what? Lucky for me. It is a door, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on a sec. Some kind of joke? That's what she's going to say. But then just for a sec. Okay, so as you turn around to your oh, companions wait. to accusing, oh, accusingly ask them, is this some kind of joke? You see um, an older man, quite frail, probably in his 70s, walk up to the door and just grabs a hold of it and opens it like it's a regular door and steps in. Door closes oh. behind him. Uh, I don't know. Would you like uh, to try again? No. Um, let me think first. Kara's grinning off to the side. Right. Arms crossed. Yeah. Uh, they have all gone through this, by the way. Right. Yes, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, Kara struggled more than he should have. <laughs> he really did. What did the old guy do? He just walked up and opened it. Yep. Well, I can't get old. Uh, Again. Just get I, I walk up, I walk, Xandra walks up past her, just gives a little tug on the door, just opens it like a couple of inches, mm-hmm. lets it go, lets it close, backs up. Okay. Uh, do I just try a little bit? Just like a little tug on it? Yeah. I mean, do you want to try it again? It's a little tug, yeah. I'm so, not going to pull very hard. Okay. You walk up back up to the door. You grab it. You give it a little tug. Again, doesn't budge. Okay. Hmm. I cast knock on the door. Okay. The door is not locked at all through any kind of magical means or anything like that. Doesn't it's not open. stuck? Nope. Doesn't open. Guess they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see that Gibraltar guy. His name was. Gibraltar guy. What's the ground? Call him the rock. No, it's kind of like just like a dirt, dirt. Yeah. 
I'm going to conjure a shovel. <laughs> and I'm going to start digging under the door. <laughs> Cameron's up to stop you. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's like, no, no. It's strength-based. <laughs> well, then I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're stronger than me. I have maybe nine strength. I have an eight. That's not significantly different. (laughs) Um, I will do an athletics check. (laughs) I think you should give me another. I think you should just give me like a straight strength check, please. Not that le- not no, I want to see her do parkour on the door. Parkour on the door. <laughs> Athletics to like pull it open. That's dexterity. Uh, <laughs> parkour. <laughs> parkour the door. I, I just need some like kickflips off it, like I'm on a skateboard. <laughs> uh, all right, just over and over for like an hour straight. <laughs> oh, I actually rolled pretty good. I got a sixteen. You got a sixteen. Much to the surprise of the group that you are traveling with, your third attempt at opening the door is a successful one, and the door does pop open. It's yeah, literally it's just definitely was done it because it took him. Yeah, I got it on like my third try. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Care did not. Care yeah. did not. But Sandra did. <laughs> <laughs> so the the door at the heavy door tavern is being able to open it and go inside. Uh, it's only something that you're going to have to do the very first time you ever go into the tavern. So after this, you don't have to do a strength check to get through the door anymore. But it's almost like a rite of passage. Ah, I see. There are people who have... Everyone else go in, and then when the door closes, he opens it himself. Do you know what this is? Just validation for himself. Amazing. Perfect. Okay, so um, again, it's uh, very much the, the perfect tavern that you would expect to see i've likened it to the tavern um in beauty and the beast where gaston has his big chair with all of his furs and all I that stuff gaston, man i had a crush on gaston so perfect okay the chin or is it the hair for me it was the hair the hair that every last i need covered. to go back and see what it looks like oh it was his no not the, chin, the the head hair oh the head hair not I'm the chest certain. hair got you gaston never did anything for me yeah okay Same. the beast too i like the beast too he's pretty good i like the he's beast actually, i like I mean, the beast better yeah. arguably what he did was just as scumbaggy as what gaston did yeah, it's true. Pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, at yeah. least they fought on a rooftop. It's pretty so cool. you're talking the animated Gaston? Yeah. Yeah. The rectangular chin? The rectangular chin? Yeah. It's supposed to be like the, what is it? The I can't even think of it. I think they modeled him after someone. So you get inside the heavy door tavern. <laughs> you get to your table, and uh, one of the waitresses comes over and, and takes your order. Everybody just going to have some banana nut ale to start the day? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, and I'm going to get some of the little meat rolls again to put in my belt pouch because we're getting I'm low for my dragon. Okay, perfect. Oh, just can to... I get things for my pony? Yeah, for sure. Did your pony eat meat? Carrots. Probably, horse meat. You could probably get some carrots. Oh god. <laughs> probably get us. Get some carrots and whatnot. The little guy. He's like, yeah. Uh, apples, carrots. Okay, perfect. 
Yep, for sure. So they come back and they give you the price and you hand over the coin. We'll figure it out later. It's just a, it'll add up to like two silver or something, I'm sure. Okay. For everybody to have ale and a little bit of food for your companions that you now have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Al, when you take a mouthful of this ale for the first time, the flavor is so rich. It's almost like taking a bite of banana nut bread. Like it's that. It's, wow. It's impressive, this ale that they make here. It was freaking I delicious. Think I think I've actually tried a banana banana bread ale. Yeah. yeah. It was not as good as I wanted it to be. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I got it from one that we that we tried. There's one that uh, we tried down here, and that's where I got the idea from because it was so tasty. It was so really? good. Yeah. It was so good. Hope you remember the place because I would like to visit when we visit. Girl, it's at the grocery store if you can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. True story. Oh, I forget, right? The the US doesn't have such so a monopoly on the liquor. Right. It's at the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. It's also cheap. Yeah. Crazy. So you have your ale. Everybody is really happy to see everybody. Uh, the barkeep seems to recognize you all uh, as you come in. You're getting, getting the impression that the, the people in this town are super friendly. And it's weird that outsiders seem to kind of be um, like uh, not really unwelcome, but why it would take so much for you to be able to settle in the town seems troubling because everybody in the town is always so happy to see new people from outside so it's a little kind of a paradox there i suppose paradox is that the right word doesn't matter okay sure so you um pass you know the few hours between now and uh when the tournament begins here in the tavern you have maybe another ale whatever may the case may be and uh, as you come out of the uh heavy door tavern you remember that uh, Gunter's place is not too far from here. Yeah. yeah. Head and to Gunter's. Head to Gunter's. All right. So you get to Gunter's place and that big wiry haired gray dog that is way too big to be sleeping in the doorway is in fact sleeping in the doorway. Kind of snoring a little bit, a little bit of kind of grumbly as you guys open the door and step over him because God forbid a dog should move out of the way. Uh, so you step over him and you're in um, Gunther's place. And again, it's really hot in here because the forge is just in the back of the building. And he, again, still has, you know, piles of shields and, and there's some swords and all that kind of stuff. The display cases are still full of new and interesting and unusual things. And uh, Gunter hears you guys come in and he comes out and he's very clearly been spending a lot of time in the forge when he lifts his uh, like welding goggles. He has like the, you know, all of the soot is around the goggles and um, his hands are, are quite dirty from, you know, working with the metal and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, he asks, what brings you in today? Brought a friend over to meet you. Hello. Yes. My name is Elle. I'm here to have a question for you. Hopefully I have an answer. Excellent. I have, and I'm going to whip out my belt, and I'm going to be like, I'm looking to disenchant this and then enchant something else with it. Minus the beard part. 
<laughs> you want the beard part? <laughs> no, no, I don't want the beard part. <laughs> the beard part was the best part of that item. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so he grabs a hold of it, and he is like stuck, struck with reverence. Um, it is the dwarven belt of strength, right? That's what you had. Dwarven belt, um, belt of dwarven kind. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it gives you strength, right? Gives me constitution and a beard and yes. Uh, yes. resistance to poison and Advantage some other poison, yeah. A bunch of the the, 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 the bonuses. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and he says, you're, you're sure you want to get this disenchanted? Yeah, I want to move the enchantment, rather, oh. to something different. Got you. Okay. What um, is the beard part? He gives you the name of a local wizard. Local wizard. I always go to my local wizard. Yep, as you should. Uh, The wizard's name is Felix Big Noodle. (laughs) Ah, yes, Mr. Big Noodle. Felix Big Noodle. Uh, He's a gnome, FYI. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We'll see. I can't right now. Yep. I can't. Yep, named Felix Big Noodle. And uh, he tells you where to find his shop. It's a couple of streets over from where Gunter's is. Um, That's and, very convenient. Right? Yeah, imagine. <laughs> Go figure. <clears throat> really, I mean, Paxodium is not what you would call a big city, but it's right. just an impressively built one. Uh, with the gleaming white walls and the castle that's really just a single tower and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, so... Uh, Time is starting to get a little bit closer to the final round of the tournament. So do you guys want to head there or do you want to go talk to Mr. Big Noodle first? I'm assuming Big Noodle will still be there when we want to see him. Yeah, Yeah, better not. uh, King's invite and all that. Yeah, Big Noodle's always around. Okay. (laughs) That just means he's smart because your noodle's your brain. (laughs) That's Haven't you it. ever heard of us right. using your noodle? Honestly, yes, you guys. You guys are filthy. <laughs> How am I even smart. friends with you guys? No, I just keep picturing the pasta, and I'm like, why the pasta? Big noodles. <laughs> Big noodle, yeah. Uh, uh, it's a gnome name. I just Googled it, you guys. <laughs> okay. So you once again head towards the arena and uh, it is still, uh, you know, painted for the celebration of the Holy Week. There are the four colors of the four knights, um, you know, kind of flying on flags all around the the big arena. Uh, There's the gold, red, purple and blue flags. And uh, the two colors that are most prominent because they are the two um, teams, the two knights. Eh. Anyway, the two nights. Is that an animal? Oh my god. It's a fly. (laughs) I thought it was a puppy. I'm like, what the heck was that? It was a fly. That's what I've been kind of shooing off the top of my laptop. Now I'm going to have to wipe it down with Clorox because there's obviously something on there. Gross. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the two colors that are displayed most prominent are the two teams who are facing off in the final round. And I did go back and listen 
because this was information that I had written down in a book that is, in fact, in Nova Scotia. And uh, the two teams who are in the finale are the red team and the gold team. Uh, It's Magnus the Red versus Frederick the Gold. Magnus is in his early 40s with black hair, and Frederick is in his 50s. His hair is now mostly white. Um, And everybody is uh, very excited. Even people who were wearing... um, you know, colors of teams who did not make it into the final round of the tournament. Um, They are still wearing those team colors, but now they have like a secondary color that they've added. So it could be like a, you know, like an armband of red or gold or whatever. Um, So, you know, you uh, hear a lot of pomp and circumstance coming. You've got uh, trumpets sounding the arrival of King Helena and her, uh, Carriage? No, that's not. What's the thing that they carry the them on? Pal- it's a palanquin. Yeah, palanquin. Okay, um, the palanquin carrying King Helena the Just um, stops in front of you, and she tells you uh, to follow her as she goes inside. Uh, her and Darjan actually are inside the palanquin at this point. Yeah, I figure. Uh, so you guys get inside and again you're met with uh, just the blast of color everywhere uh, as you look down because it is kind of a um, amphitheater uh, kind of seats as you look down onto the pitch you do see the four different colored doors that each of the teams would come in to um, to go into the game you know there's people who are selling uh, more ale there are the fruit trays there's the veggie trays there's some people selling bread yes bread vendors bread, bread vendors. vendors there it is bakers uh, yeah bakers <laughs> bakers even <laughs> we got there yeah uh, okay. a long time yeah you know, and they're selling like like you know like pretzels and you know all that kind of stuff uh, so you guys make your way into the um, King's viewing area. And again, it is quite lavish compared to the seats where you guys were in before. You guys were on like splintered kind of bench. You had pretty good view, but this is a view where you can see all of the action all at once. It's like sitting maybe halfway up in the lower bowl at a hockey game. Like you have like an unobstructed view. There's nothing in the way. King's, we're going to call it the King's box. Do you guys want to make your jokes now? Or? Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so the King's Box is um, very lavish. It's carpeted even. It has large chairs with big cushions on them. There are people with like the big fans who are keeping the air moving. So it's quite a bit cooler in the King's Box than it is when you're just out with the general public. The peons. Yes, yes. The plebs even. The plebs. Yeah. So you guys sit down and the game starts to get underway. And this, it is to have a little bit more pomp and circumstance than the last round that you guys saw because this was kind of the just the initial rounds to figure out who was going to make it into the final. So uh, there's a lot more trumpets, there's a lot more bagpipes, there's a lot more drums, there's a lot more... Um, fanfare. Fanfare and, and the red team is brought in, the gold team is brought in, and again they face off now. Because L is unfamiliar with it, I need to describe to you exactly what this game is. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, just because L's unfamiliar. Yeah. No, you don't remember? Oh my gosh. Okay. No, so I don't remember. I'm gonna tell. I will. I'm gonna say this. I did wholeheartedly rip this off of um, a game that they actually play in Venice. I think it was Venice. 
And it is uh, a mix of MMA, soccer, and rugby. There are no professional oh, players. Familiar. Yep. You play for the team that occupies the part of the city that you were born in. So even if you move to like the north end of the city and you were born in the east, uh, if you were going to play in the game, you would play for the team that occupies the east part of the city. Right? So you can't really... That's right. I'm part of the Kentville uh, <laughs> <Yes>. game group. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kentville. <laughs> <laughs> So the game is played on a 20 by 40 yard pitch. The goal runs the width of the field. Missing the goal gives one point to the opposing team. Uh, scoring awards your team two points and each match is 50 minutes long with no stoppages or substitutions allowed. Um, there are four goalkeepers. There are three fullbacks who run the ball, five halfbacks and 15 forwards. When the game starts... L, I imagine you're probably taken a little bit aback by the amount of sheer violence that is in this game. I've always heard of this game, but I've never actually seen it. Yeah, it's it is straight up extreme violence. There are people who are like grappling with each other in the the front oh, line, awesome. like the front fifteen. There's straight up, uh, you know, fist fights. There are people yeah. dropping and getting knocked out, and because of the way that the game is set up even if you are knocked out or incapacitated or you get a broken arm or something like that you're just left on the field because the medic people can't get onto the field yeah so you're just kind of yeah you're just kind of left there so as the game goes on there's you know a couple of goals for the red team couple of goals for the gold team uh the gold team attempts and misses so it gets another point for the red team they get through the game and at the end the red team is victorious so it looks like magnus the red will continue to be the king king's guard for another year which frees up uh blue purple and gold to become like mercenary fighters and help bring uh money back into paxodium frees them up to potentially arrive at the highest honor which is dying in battle because when you die in battle it frees up a spot in Paxodium for a family to have a baby because there's always exactly 5,438 people inside the city walls. That number never changes. If it goes down, there's a lottery. Somebody wins the lottery and gets to have a baby. Part of what started Diffidentia was that families who found themselves pregnant, but without the uh, consent of the king, I suppose, um, were banished from the city and they would go to Diffidentia. Is this like midsummer? Um, Creepy. Sure. Man, I want to live in. Should we run away? Yeah. Damn. Fuck that. I would be like, peace. Yeah. The reason why people stay is because Paxodium is a utopia. They want for nothing inside of the castle walls. The city jails have been empty for 30 years. Nobody has been arrested. Nobody has been tried. Um, any disagreements are solved quite easily through um, talking to the head knight in your part of the city so like the you would go if you lived in the east you would go talk to like the blue team's knight mm -hmm. the, like the kind of the figurehead for them and uh, they're usually able to solve a lot of the the problems uh, that would pop up in the day-to-day -day lives of paxonians king helena the just by the way um is on the throne she's been on the throne for quite a while now she was given the, the title of king when she was still quite young 
it would be like upper middle class, I suppose, would be considered the poor people in Paxodium. So everybody's doing really well. You trade it for your freedom. Mm, right? Um, so now that Magnus the Red is coming back as the head of the King's Guard, uh, there's no need for any big uh, civil ceremonies or anything like that that would have had to have happened if um, what you have now is uh, the rest of the afternoon. I guess this uh, tournament, I mean, the game lasts for 50 minutes, so really only about an hour has gone by. And you're kind of free to do whatever you feel like for the rest of the afternoon. I want to go see Gunther. All right, Gunther, big noodle. Noodle. Felix, big, big noodle. noodle. All right. So you follow the directions that Gunther gave you, and you do find your way to a storefront. We're going to call his shop the Manor Wizards Incorporated. And that's where we're going to call it for this week for Wizards and Wine. I know not a whole lot happened this episode, but uh, trust me, things are about to go into, well, fast forward, I suppose. Uh, anyways, I hope you uh, have been enjoying the story so far. Hope you continue to stick with us. And uh, between now and uh, the next episode, you can always find us on Twitter at Wizards and Wine. You can also find us on Facebook as well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, even always welcome in our inbox. You can email us at wizardsandwine at gmail.com. So until next week, always drink responsibly, always carry a D20, and we'll see you next week. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.